Hello, we may ask, to everyone to please stand for the national anthem performed by Quavo from the Migos. Oh, What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of We Call It Soccer. I'm Michael, he's Walker, and for the first time, or let me, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How are you today? How are you? How was your Monday? You were on a roll, bro, but my, my Monday was good, thanks for asking. Uh, how, how was yours? It was good, it was good, uh, Monday fun days. And uh, I have a special suspicion why this Monday is going to be even funner. Why is that? Because... Drum roll. A week, but we'll take it. Um, <laughs> Transfer tea is back. Brought to you by McDonald's. Dollar sweet tea. Still, I know, long running. Then guess what? Still here. Still just as delicious. Still $1. Still at me, your local McDonald's. So go get one for yourself and uh, let us know how you like it. But since Transfer tea is back and given the events, which we'll go into shortly, uh, later in the podcast let's start with arsenal and uh, a certain six a certain mercurial six by the name of tyler adams he's been rumored to move to arsenal arsenal are looking at possibly activating his release clause of about 43 million u.s dollars so what do you think about this for arsenal 43 million U.S. dollars is nothing for a six of his caliber. Um, this would be a great move. I think he slots right into the Mikel Arteta system, either as a, as a double pivot alongside Sambi Lokanga. Um, I, I know, that, you know, Tyler Adams has injury problems. So does Partey. But, you know, give me Tyler for the future. They're building something. Trust the process over at the Gunners. I'm excited about this move if it can go down. Good step for Tyler. Going to a club with a genuine big fan base going to support him, And it's going to be awesome because he, like we saw versus Mexico kid is a destroyer when he wants to be, I'm used to him, you know, recycling play while having a deft first touch, but he wasn't doing that versus Mexico. He said, you know what? Like Roy Keane says, if the ball's not coming off, you know, you're not really feeling it. Get stuck in, just get stuck in and he will get stuck in. And you need a guy, you need a guy like Tyler Adams on any team. Oh, yeah. So excited. Yeah, it'd be a cool move. Good step up. Um, always love seeing Americans in the Premier League, too. They're easier to watch. No paywall. Um, so you know, that's great. Freedom. Uh, and he's all for it. Uh, sticking in England, we're going to go with the guy who currently plays in Spain by the name of Jules Koundé, the center back, young Frenchman. Um, and Sevilla's director of football, Monchi, is very conscious of Kunde's current situation, which is that he wants to be sold. Um, he un, unknown whether or not he's going to request or grant his request, but Chelsea and Manchester United have recently inquired about the Frenchman's services and uh, are looking ready to splash out on this guy who has a release clause of 63 million sterling, I believe. So big money. Big game player, been there, done that. Would this be a good signing for either of those clubs or is there someone else that should maybe enter this race? I hate it. I hate it all around. I think he'd be a flop to any club he goes to. Um, I don't understand that price tag. Don't think he's worth it. 
think this is another waste of money. And I can't believe that that's even even a real rumor, to be honest. Really? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was that was that was my hot take. Did you like it? It had you for a second. Yeah. Wow. Kid Silky, Kid Silky, he can play any spot in the back three. Put him in the middle. Put him on the right. Put him on the left. I see him replacing Caesar Aspilicueta as that pseudo right back slash right wing back. You can switch him around with Reese James depending on the lineup. You know what Tommy likes to do. So I, I think that's a perfect fit. They should splash that money. I think you know. Who doesn't want to play for Tommy and Chelsea right now? So I, I'd love that. Forget anybody else. That's what that's where he should go. That's where the best fit is. And uh, he's a great player. Um, I remember a certain someone who is an Arsenal fan and an anti-United States men's national team fan. He did talk shit about Koundé the one time he played for France and he saw him because, you know, he did play a bit out of position. But one game doesn't tell the story. He's a great player. Yeah, he is. Um, I think a better fit would be United uh, solely because Harry Maguire is only good against farmers by his goal today. Um, I, I disagree. Blood. I disagree wholeheartedly. I, I, I watched a, a, a sweet video by TIFO football. Um, you know, it fucked them because, you know, the competition hate them, but great videos they make over there. And they went in depth as, you know, the stats behind Harry Maguire. I know that's not everything, but he's still performing well. Uh, with most of the key defensive metrics. And um, I, it's they broke down a lot of the goals United have been conceding. And again, you know, we've been through this. While Harry Maguire may not be worthy of the most expensive center back in Premier League history or the captainship of Manchester United, I don't think he's a bad player. I think Ali's a bad manager. And it just, when disorganization happens, it much like in, in pro clubs with you and I, like a solid CDM can't clean up for Swiss cheese in front of them. It's, it's, it's too much of a job for one person. And I, I don't blame Harry for, for getting caught out. I don't. I, I totally agree with everything. You said he's not a bad player. Um, it is too much weight on him and all that stuff. However, I do agree if someone else came in to that spot, because there's stuff Harry can't control. He can't control that he's a big, slow oaf and he's doofy and fucking clumsy. He can't control that. That's how he was born. That's how he's living. And he has a big head. Kunde is fast, athletic, all that stuff. And that generally makes up for, you know, lapses. You can recover. And hopefully by that time, if he was to be bought, Ollie would no longer be the manager. And uh, that would be that. Would be that. But I definitely think that there needs to be replacing with Baz or Jacob as you prefer, or as we prefer his real I do name. prefer Jacob. It's Jacob. It's not, yes, it's it Jacob, is. everyone. His name is Jacob. Jacob. Maguire. But speaking of managers, we got a double dose in the premier league. Uh, Dean Smith out at Villa. Dean Smith in at Norwich. What do you think? I love it. I, I I love it for Norwich. I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I like Dean Smith as a human being. I like him as a manager. I think he actually, it was harsh to sack him at Villa, given they've been dealing with a lot of injuries, key players. They've got a lot of people coming in as well. Like that, it doesn't, like, like we see with the Philadelphia Eagles, you can't figure out what everybody does well right off the bat. We'd love for that to happen. 
I'd love for, I, I'd love for that to happen. But sometimes it takes a little bit for people to figure out what people's strengths are. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be a bad move. Uh, Stevie G, who's stepping in, you know, spoiler alert. Yeah, I, I think you're probably going to get to that. But, you know, I think he's a great manager as well. So I, I think it's a win-win for both clubs. Farky, however, he needed to go. I, he, it's like banging your head against a brick wall playing that way. Dean Smith is going to bring some defensive solidity, and that is exactly what Norwich need. Um, who knows? Josh Sargent may be in a job or out of job. New manager. It's going to be a chance for him to fight. Um, we still need some depth at, depth at nine. Seems like we're getting it done without one, but we'll see. Yeah. JF9. JF9. Uh, and yeah, no, I like the Dean Smith thing. Like you said, he's going to bring stability to a very unstable unit. Um, I like the players he has. Norwich is a young team. They have some old heads in there sprinkled in, but for the most part, their difference makers are younger. And, um, you know, they're, they're going down. So he has nothing to lose. Um, but, you know, some miracle he doesn't finish in last place or stays up, he, he should be in contention for manager of the year. Um, 100% that would be a miracle yeah and with Stevie G uh, hope he gets fired I hope he has a terrible run at Aston Villa I hope they don't win any games not Villa fans this isn't at you this is just at the scum that is running you so yeah uh, hope I, I hope you go down um, but yeah those are the managers and then we're going to shift over to Spain really quickly and discuss some things uh, going on over there, particularly with Barcelona. Raheem Sterling, your guy. <laughs> He's, nah, he, he can't. I saw like a thing like where he said he wants to make himself indispensable to Pep. I'm like, yeah, like that. No one can make themselves. And not <laughs> even Sergio, attitude, not even Sergio Aguero can make him indispensable to Pep. It, it, Kevin De Bruyne so rotates games. So that's all I need to say. Um, I, I like the move for Barcelona. I think it's a pipe dream to be honest, but they, they need a player on the right. Like he would, he would do so much to fix that team. It's honestly insane. Cause mm-hmm. then Dest wouldn't have to play out of position, you know, spoiler alert. again, I'm going to say it. Danny Alves back in. That's a leader. I love it. So like it, it, Dest might suffer from it, but he's going to grow from it in the long term. Uh, short-term playing time, I mean, because Danny can still do it. I hate to say it. Um, but Raheem would do wonders for them. Yeah. Um, I, I think – I don't even think uh, – well, I'll start with Raheem. I like it um, to be specific on what the Raheem to Barca news is. Uh, Barcelona's executive and all their offices are meeting in the next few weeks to find out the feasibility of a Raheem Sterling deal in January. And uh, if that doesn't work, recycle for the summer. But uh, so that's what it's about. They're going to look to finagle it. So maybe that pipe dream is just that. Maybe um, it is. It's the just debt that. is fake. Maybe La Liga is a sham. That is and, not fake. And maybe they're just going to let them sign them because who cares? It could be FC Barcelona brought to you, brought to you by España. Now that That'd would be, cool. be some shit. Oh brought my God, to you that'd, be terrible. that'd be terrible the um, Catalonian unrest that would ensue. Uh, but uh, what was the other one? Oh, Danny Alves. Yes. Danny Alves is back. I love that as well. Um, 
I think it's good what for Des. Oh, I mean, long term like, and short term and short. I mean, he's not burning he might, out. He's injured. He's injured. He needs backup. Danny Alves can't play every game, even if he was in the form of his life. Fair enough. That yeah, and, he can't play every game in La Liga, but it, it might it'll definitely cut off his playing too. time. Fair, but Jordi Alba is pretty pretty good and also injury him. prone as well. Not injury yeah. prone, but injury. yeah, no, 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 that's fair. Uh, he has been. Um, Alves can play ten. He he did it in Brazil. He can play anywhere. I think they're going to get back to the four three three way. Their midfield is sorted. You know, they gave him. They don't need They don't need. They do not need to mess with that midfield. They have all the people that they need. Um, Inter. Getting Andre Onana plan, you know, it seems like everything's done. The I love that it's going to put him into the Serie A title title race. Some call him a cheater, some call it racial abuse because uh, a black man succeeding was framed. Um, I don't know. I'm torn on this one. I'm torn on this one, but I'm not torn on this being a great move. Huge young talent, and he's going to do a lot for Inter. Um. What else you got? You got anything else? Yeah. Um, last one. I think of any real note. Thiago, uh, the Liverpool midfielder who we haven't really seen much of, is Xavi's reported number one target, his numero uno. Um, I, like you said, don't want to mess with that midfield, but Xavi's, or Thiago's a player that, you know, Xavi could use in a lot of different spots with how good he is on the ball and how he recycles and how he plays. And I, I like it a lot. Maybe he won't play like a crazy amount because all those youngins, but cup game spot game, someone goes down like subs rotation. I think it's a solid move. Yeah. I, I also think it's a solid move. Um, what else happened? Harry Kane is still waffling around for Spurs and scoring goals for England. It is painfully obvious. Um, Caden well, uh, Clark is it, is he still he's still going to Germany in January, right? Yep, he's on his so way to Leipzig. Confirm. Remind people that that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, I think yeah. I was transfer tea. I was transfer tea by McDonald's sweet tea. As always, um, we'll see you guys for the audio only portion for those of you who are hardcore enough. Um, like, follow, subscribe, whatever it is. Um, WCIS podcast on social medias and down stuff. There. That's We're where it will be. Um, maybe another video down there. Might be a shirtless picture of Mo Salah. It might be this guy's mug. Who knows with this beautiful mustache? I don't know. Um, donate to your local charities. Donate. And also, we call it soccer on YouTube. The We Call It Soccer show, exclamation point. There's another one. They're not in business anymore. We put them out. We back at you, USA, USA, USA. Dos Acero, we did it. We absolutely beat down Mexico, and this whole rest of the episode is going to be out, how we took it to them. Uh, we're seeing development in the youth. We're seeing Greg do his thing. And we're seeing the United States men's national team absolutely, absolutely kill it. And um, I couldn't be happier about the result, about the performance from Tim. All the boys was included. The man in the mirror game. This is going to go down 
in U.S. soccer history. People are going to be talking about this game for years to come because of how we're going to do it 2022 and when we win 2026. This is going to be a pivotal turning point. The man in the mirror game. Your immediate thoughts, Michael. Um, just outclassed, outworked, outhustled, oh, yeah. outplayed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Outtacticked. Out-tacticked? Out-tacticized? Yes, sir. Um, outsmarted. Outsmarted. That's all that. Um, Dominated. Yeah, th- those are all words to describe this game. And I'm, I'm not going to be biased, as I will be playing Mexico's devil, devil's advocate, but Mexico weren't in this game for men, much of it. They had their moments. After the 20th minute, minute, after Stefan made that save, that was it. That was yeah. the last yeah. thing that they did. They they just the changes I think um, too late, too far apart, and incorrect for Mexico. Whereas uh, the changes Greg made to his starting eleven, bringing on Mexico's father uh, Christian Pulisic, who is congratulations to him. He is now the proud father of 129 million people and counting uh, the population of Mexico. So uh, what a guy. Yeah, what a guy, and just insane, insane. But if we need a talking point, man of the match, Tim Weah. I agree, 100%. Insane, insane. I did not put a foot wrong up until the 91st minute when he was pulled out. He was tracking back on defense, getting stuck in, doing his thing. Just yeah, big woo. I, <laughs> big woo. Big woo, Tim. And, you know, like we and Greg didn't give him his spot for a while. And I heard this someone talking about the U.S. And it's an interesting take. Maybe that motivated him to play even better, that hunger to get into the starting lineup. And when you're there, you know, when we first saw him and now he he just every touch he takes, it's dangerous. He yeah. he he was the best player on the pitch last night. I agree. Easy man in the match. And I mean, he just kept firing in those crosses. Pool sick got in, dangerous man in the air on the ground. He's just a dangerous finisher. And um he got on the end of one. It was it was a fantastic game from Tim. And the high press too from Tim and Brendan Aronson. I think I'm not I, I may be getting ahead of myself, but I think we could give many teams around the world problems. Like except for the high, high echelon teams, like the like the Brazils, the Frances. The Spain, this this high press may turn out to bite us in the butt. But against teams who have an older center back or someone that might not be like absolutely silky with the ball, these guys are gonna make them un- uncomfortable. And uh Tata Martino said himself in the in the pre-match presser, he said that like this team, this team runs a lot and they work hard. And they, you know, that's a it's a it's a basic way to put it, but it's just so underrated how like athletic and just aggressive that it's just animals yeah. on the press. Tim way looks like it's crazy. Like he's such a good athlete. You can tell it looks like he's gliding out there and like, he's yeah, really just running faster than everybody. Exactly. And Brendan Aronson, Philly workhorse, the, the, the blue collar mentality is there. If he can, Medford you know, exactly. If he can crisp up, then, you know, he's going to be a different kind of player. But what what are your thoughts on, I know this was because Pulisic was injured, but what are your thoughts on Pulisic as a potential super sub in 
in, in games, just like as a, as a strategy going forward. Maybe not every game. The big games will probably want them to play at 90, but. Um, I, I don't mind it um, for a couple of reasons. It's not obviously if he's fully fit, fully match fit, I'd probably find a way to fit him into the starting 11 because, you know, full tilt Christian is far and away still our best player. So, but, you know, him coming on against tired legs, you know, 55th minute, 60th minute around there and just going at people and, you know, picking up spots like he can would be dangerous for a like back line that's getting tiring after way and Aronson are pressing him down for an hour. Um, and he, you know, it's not something he does really well, but he can kind of play as like a pseudo striker, you know, a little bit like, cause he's smart enough. He, he's not beefy or, you know, has that typical nine, but he's smart enough to be able to go in anywhere across that front three and as an attacking midfielder and just change it. So I'd like it. I'd like it. I think he could bringing on Pulisic could, you could go so many different ways with it rather than starting. Um, you could take off any one of the six people in the front and he could slot in somewhere and, you know, change the way you play. So I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan if, uh, you know, because yeah, just I like it. I like it, but it wouldn't be my first choice. Yeah, and I, I like the versatility he's shown while playing with Chelsea. I mean, that's part of Tommy Ball. You got to be able to play in multiple spots if you want to get in the team. That you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to get in spot. Um, and yeah, the the only thing that would concern me about you know him playing like a pseudo striker kind of role is it, maybe Ricardo Pepe right now isn't the best suited to pair with him. Yeah, I like him as a finisher, but I, as we saw, his hold up play, his first touch can be lacking. You know, front the front. Two wingers, whoever was on the field, great, great game. Pepe, one of his, you know, it, he's young. So ups and downs of a young player, still undefeated. But he definitely could have could have showed us a bit more. He was getting some awkward passes played in him. They were hard touches to make, but they're touches that can be made. They're touches that Eunice Musa would make. I don't know if he'd finish the ball afterwards, but he did. the boy's first touch is amazing. And. That's a good segue into our midfield. And that that's where we won the game, really. We we dominated the old ass, tired ass midfield of Mexico. Um Edson Alvarez isn't old, obviously. He just runs like he's old. Hector Herrera is old, and Luis Romo is ass. Um Tyler Adams was all over the place. He was a man possessed. He was getting stuck in. There was one tackle in particular. I know you remember it. You could hear it on the mic. You could hear it. Yeah. The boom like ball pop. Yes, it was fantastic. His his touch wasn't the best, and he got stuck in. He let Eunice have fun, who was easily the best player in the midfield three. Um, Weston had a few good passes, a few bad moments, a few you know extra touches that I didn't need to take. But that's Weston. You know you gotta let him do him. And I feel like Tyler sitting back, he let Weston and Musa do them, and against a older slash less capable midfielder in, in Romo, especially like, yeah, I'm sorry, playing in Cruz Azul versus champions league players, bro, get out of here. And they just got, they just got fucked on quite frankly, especially that, that, that step over, man. Like he, that, you said it yourself, bro. He, he lost insane. Like, Cause he like, that's so hard to let the ball run like that, do that step over and then just pick it back up. Like, like, yeah, like it was nothing. He, he broke someone's ankles without touching the ball. Like you just like that's insane. I'll get, I'll get that later. I'm gonna deal with you first. 
<laughs> mink, 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 ankles in a box, wrapped ribbon, returned to sender, and he's going on the ball the other way. And that that was the highlight of the game. Like, way a man in the match, but that was, like, that was crazy. That was so silky, just wild. And that, that brings me to a question for you. I think uh, two, one or two podcasts ago we were uh, talking about what 11 should we use, and we were kind of – uh, an agreement, like an agreement with our midfield, uh, these three and Busio, and you know Eunice and Busio were the two that we would swap out. Are you, are you, are you still feeling that way? My mind has changed. I've eaten my crow. Um, maybe there's like here's the thing. Like maybe uh, I don't situations know. The thing where is, Busio he, he dropped so well. deep and he collected the ball and he. Maybe he did some stupid shit, but he didn't have the bad turnovers because of the stupid shit, because he's that good. And he's only 18. <laughs> like, this is crazy. He looked like he was 25 out yeah. there. I mean, Just... maybe there's a situation with the team that we need the extra CDM, but versus most countries, like, yeah, I'll, I'll take Eunice. And and that being said, though, it's not like Busio's main strength is tackling. Like, he 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 drops deep, he shows for ball, and he's a good passer, but... He's not the rock that Tyler Adams is. Neither is McKinney. So if we're going to have somebody, I I don't know, because I don't exactly love the prospect of Kellen Acosta playing against a legit team. So I I guess, I mean, Musa is just the wave because he drops deep. He he gets stuck in. He can play wide. He can play more narrow. I mean, and he's going to develop his sense of, you know, when to pass, where to pass, when to, you know, turn, dribble, when to not to. And yeah. he, he was just better than Mexico, and he dominated them. That's that's the craziest part to me. This is the number nine team in the world. I know FIFA rankings should be a little whatever, but this is a top ten team in the world. Eunice Musa plays center mid for two, eight weeks a year out of the other eight months that he plays soccer where he's a winger or a, a wide midfielder. That's, like, his awareness just based off of – that little time in that position is insane. Like he looks like that's what he plays at club level. And he looks like he plays that week in and week out, but he only comes and does it for Greg because Greg gets on his knees and begs him to do it. Cause he's so damn good at it. And uh, he's just, he's a freak. He's a freak. I wonder if that TikTok kid uh, thinks he never would have got a call up. Okay. Now that, now that we're going there, um, quick, quick side note. I just I'm gonna say this before I get to the take. Jose Bordalas, he is the manager of Valencia. I hope he tuned into this game. Um, I don't care. I, I quite frankly, I do not care who's playing in that midfield. Let this kid play there and develop him there because you saw what he can do. Um, if he can just develop, you know, he has a pass on him. It's just when to pass and where to pass and. You know he's he's good on the wing. I I have been proven wrong. I think that he's better in the midfield. But speaking of not being proven wrong, this TikTok guy, he not only is he wrong, he cannot do math. I found out he's a complete dumbass. Um, he he of course you know since it's convenient, he brought up the stats from as a season when he was a year older than Alex Mighton. You know, but I, I was just bringing up you know when they were the same age. Mayan only had five stats in a season. I mean, no, as I only had five stats in a season, Mayan's only at two. Not that that means everything, but 
God damn it. You can't say never is going to get a call up. That that was just ridiculous. Like, yeah. The, it's insane. We, I, I hope people know that the, that the confidence we exude about the USA and other picks, it is, it, it's because we love this country. It is not because we think we're all knowing. It is blind. And it is blind it, love. It's blind love. It's blind love. <laughs> and, and to say that this kid's never going to get a call up and he's only 19. That is just ridiculous. It like, just uh, that's just ridiculous. We're on a tangent, but I'm on yeah. a tangent. Yeah. If you said no Ben way. White was going to get a call up three years ago, people would be like, Shh, "Who? Yeah. Ben? Yeah. Who? A guy on Brighton now or Leeds? He was on Leeds. He was at Lone Oak, and the, he was in the championship and, at Leeds when they didn't get promoted. And look at look at uh, England's captain now." Harry Maguire, when he was 23 years old, he got relegated with whole city. Whole city, yep. Whole city, who 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 are quite frankly, besides Newcastle before they got bought, one of the worst owned teams in, in the world. Ridiculous. And, and if a back to oh, he's gonna captain the England side to the 2022 World Cup. Yeah, all right. Like, no. Exactly. But like it's like you can't you don't know these things. Yeah, and and this kid, Tyler Hamadi. He has an Eberichi as a profile pick, which I respected. I did respect. I love him as a player. But even as I is the case, you know, a few years ago, if you said he's going to get these English, guy, guy went to the U 21s as a 22 year old. What is this? The U 20s. The U 20s. As a 22 year old. Yeah. 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 And then that Arsenal yeah. kid, the, the other one who just didn't understand the. Uh, Ridiculous. Words. We we call it soccer, but let's let's get back they, to the USA. They invented the word. Yes, they did. We've been over that though. Association football, SOC, soccer, <laughs> rugger. It all it's all the same. But um the back line though, let's get to the defense. Um Anthony Robinson played pretty good. Um he was he was caught out a few times, recovered well as he does. Um He's, I'd still like to see him play better. You know, I, I've seen his best performances with Fulham. And maybe the championship isn't at the level Mexico is. I, I'm I'm not too sure about that. But I don't know. I, he had a good game, but not a great game. And most of the team had a great game. Speaking of which, Walker Zimmerman, love that. And Miles Robinson, great games. Absolutely outstanding, both of them. Um Unnecessary red from Miles because the first yellow was just absolutely not needed. Anthony had him covered. He couldn't see that, but he did. And uh, Yedlin came out of nowhere. I put in a shift. Better um, performance. Yeah, I mean, he's been playing well with Galatasaray. So it was it was a good performance. Um, do you think when Des is healthy – do you think he slots in for Yedlin or we put him on the left and Yedlin stays? Cause I, I honestly think Yedlin had a better game than, than uh, Anthony Robinson. Oh, I do too. I, I think Yedlin was quietly, you know, one of them. Put in a shift. The, yeah. He they switched there. sides. They Making switched tackles. sides to get, a, to get Chucky away from Yedlin. And he, a moment he had changed the game when he fouled, I think it was Chucky or, someone maybe corona he fouled them and then he ai stepped over them like the 28th minute really he 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 could have walked out no he turned he went straight for him and ai stepped over his head looking down at him i mean and then he was 
he was one of the main guys who told Christian to write that on his shirt. Have you have you heard the story about this? I, it was reported by the Athletic. Um, they charge for their services. We don't, so we're just gonna re uh, repurpose their content real quick. Um, <laughs> apparently, and I had no idea about any of this. So this was a whole thing. They talked about it in the press conference leading up there was beef. Greg talked about it. Everybody talked about it because Guillermo Ochoa had to open his fat ass mouth. And it was ridiculous. So basically, before the game, hours before the game, Yedlin, Mark McKenzie, and Tim. They're like, hey, bro. Got right man in the mirror on your shirt. Knowing that this guy is going to be a something. Chris was like, you know, yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Separate thing. Someone else on the team is getting figured out is if they win, they can play man in the mirror on the intercom. They win. Christian has that on his shirt. The two parties did not have any idea that both were going to happen. And just the absolute stars aligning, badass energy, and just absolutely bodying our rival who, who talked unnecessary shit for no reason. Amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Like uh like Omar said, comment the king. That's not miss. miss. Love that. I love that. Dropping a wire reference in there. Rest in peace, Michael K. Yeah. Williams. Legend. Oh, gangster. Legend. Yeah, but uh the the back line was stupendous. Uh besides that yellow, like you said, very dumb. Just you know, really didn't put a foot wrong. Um Walker Zimmerman was aggressive. You know, he was, he was, he was going for it. Like 50, 50 headers, like, nah, like this is mine. Just towering over people. And even though Raul Jimenez has had, you know, his head, he's not, um, you know, maybe fully confident or like ready to go full bore. He's still very good in the air. He's a very good player aerially and Walker Zimmerman and um, Miles, but mainly Walker Zimmerman dominated that facet and were just imposing themselves and made him not want to go up for it. So I think, uh, you know, that just intimidation factor that they had from playing physical and you have to in CONCACAF, um, just they kind of set the tone for the way. And then Walker Zimmerman's handball right before a pool six goal. Was it? I don't, I don't recall specifically his handball. It was it was at midfield. It was great midfield, and he's running back, and it looks like he heads the ball, but it, he misses it and just kind of like hits it with his arm going back, so no one caught it, and it was just like back to Stefan recycled. Like a minute later, they scored. Wow, masterclass, but, masterclass. The hand. I mean, Stefan also great game. Two two amazing saves. His distribution was on point the whole game. I mean. When there's when there's keeper controversy and you're not playing for club while one man is doing his thing for for his club, this is how you this is how you get your spot back. Delco kid, persevering. I I love it. I mean, I, I he had a great game. He's clearly the better the best keeper in Concacaf, I think. And he signed a new deal with Man City, so that's a sign of something. That Pep doesn't Pep doesn't resign people for no reason. Know. No, I agree. I agree. I, I just, I'd take Kaylor Navas. Mm, I mean, 
I understand your argument. His his track record is immense, and he is world class. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna disagree. He, with he's that, ca- he's every point Costa Rica, Costa Rica gets is like eighty percent him, and he's a goalie. Like they're I hate so to be bad, petty, but he keeps them there. I hate to be petty, but like Zach Steffen is looking down at Kaylor Navas right now in the standings. Oh yeah, yeah, towering above him even in ultimate defeat. Oh, I agree. But think about it: we go eleven for eleven. The U.S. take out goalies. Go ten for ten. The U.S. nine, ten fit into that starting eleven on who's better. And yeah. I mean, and I don't, I don't, I, this is probably wrong. I don't know the exact standings other than the fact that we're ahead of Mexico um, in heart, freedom, and goal difference. But uh, Costa Rica are fifth. I think they might lose to, uh, to Canada, to be honest. They're going up to Edmonton oh, in the bro. freezing cold. Yeah. Um, Alfonso's hometown. It's, it's set up. It's set up for, for an upset. Um, I, I, I personally am going to put my money on Canada. So I, I really hope that they can beat them too. And then Mexico would just be down tremendously. Do you think Tata could get fired before the qualifying window, before the qualifiers are over? No. Yeah, there's, there's heat on them for sure though. Especially 21 points is 21 points is qualification. Even Mexico loses this I mean, window. You never know. Mikel Antonio could, could just turn Jamaica around at any moment. Maybe. Including including tomorrow versus the United States. If he decides to be the player he can be, we don't have a center back who can guard him. Aren't Mexico are eight points safe. I'm going to count the playoff as safe. Eight points. So they would need to drop three straight games while either Costa Rica, Jamaica, or El Salvador win three straight games. That like possible, of course, but Jamaica could win three straight J- games. Yeah, Jamaica could definitely rattle them off. Um, just people didn't it, think the Irish would send Serbia and Italy. The Northern Irish, the Northern Irish, the Irish, both of them, the both, of, both of the the Irish, the Nor- the Republic of Ireland knocked out Portugal and the Northern Irish, more impressive, and Italy to the playoffs. Um, I don't know, I don't know, the Northern Irish. That's a big, that's a big dub for them. Uh, and I actually found out today. I have I have family on both sides of the conflict. Interesting, isn't it? It is. It, it is. is. So I'm torn. I, I'm looking at the matches for mm-hmm. the upcoming, and we'll start with Mexico, the Canadians, yes. then sure. the Jamaicans, okay, then the Costa Ricans, and then uh, yeah, and then Panama, Panama, that, yeah. That, and that really that's February. That could be four losses in a row. They need to play very bad against Panama. Miguel uh, Marone. Beast. Wrong country. Is he? Oh, he's from Paraguay. Paraguay. Oh, shit. Uh, Is anybody from Panama of note? No. Shit. All right. Well, that was stupid of me. Um, Owen, Um, edit that out. If you don't, whatever. um, Yeah, I mean, so I chalk up Canada. We'll give that an L since it's going to be two degrees and snowing tomorrow. They're not going to be able to try, especially after the the just if they get a point that they took in Canada tomorrow. It's a good result. That it's is a result. great result, and there's no way Tata does again. That is 
I, I don't think Blizzard. people in Mexico, I don't think Mexican fans will be happy with that. I think they should be. We'll have one of them I mean, stand in the room. I mean, yeah, realistically, they should be, but right. like their goalkeepers over there talking shit about the man in the mirror about a team that beat them down three times this summer. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, obviously, expectations are unrealistic. The fans are probably delusional as well. Yeah, the fans. Tree Nation actually thought this was going to be a game. I did too. I did. I know you did. I, I was disappointed. I said, I said to you, I said to my degenerate group chat, I said, this midfield is too young and talented with the form that they are all in to not boss this team. And Hector Herrera, Ake Ake, this guy's got a fucking nickname for Mexico. He can't even break into Atletico Madrid's team. And they're not even top of La Liga anymore. They're old news. Get out of here. Hey, one, once I saw the 11, I was much more confident because uh, no, no offense to you, Paul, but like Tim's better. You're I thought player. Paul might have started too, but I, I mean – Tim, it looks Tim like did Greg what Paul did, card. plus Greg what he did. Cards right. Greg keeps doing the right thing, man. Yeah, like he, he does. keeps doing it. And the shoe game is just immense as well. It's absolutely fantastic. And I don't know. It's I'm excited for I'm excited for Cutter. Yeah. Um I am too. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be really cool. It's gonna see it's gonna be super wait. Wait, wait, wait. So Pulisic's the captain of the team, right? Maybe Adams. I yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think it's Tyler. Because uh, well, just because he's gonna... everybody refers to him as the captain, but Captain America is Pulisic. Yeah, but Tyler's that guy. Yes, yes. He tells people what to do. He bosses um, the game. He gets stuck in when need be. He he's who I want wearing the armband. To be honest, because the armband he, doesn't have to be the best player. Yeah, it has to be somebody who's willing to do what the team needs. I'd still give it to Pulisic. Just, I mean, he came on first touch, scored a goal. Shit, that was pretty badass. So it is pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know. Tyler got stuck yeah. in. Like, I don't know. I mean, they're both. I'd say they're both like good leaders. You know, Pulisic wore the yeah. armband but as Poole, a teenager. Adam so really is yelling at people though. Like you can see it on the field. He's telling people what to do. Like he, he really like is the leader yeah. on the pitch. You know. So we haven't seen a lot of Christian on the pitch recently though. So That's maybe fair. a full ninety uh, next window because I don't I don't want to see a full ninety from this window or even a full forty, but uh, but he does it for Leipzig too. He's yelling at people in German. He's telling Emil Forsberg what to do while this guy's carrying Sweden. Like this guy, I I love Tyler. I love Tyler. I, I really just saw that uh, that when he went down, that scared me. He grabbed his back. I was like, oof, the abductors again. But he was fine. He was fine. Yeah. Um, so I want to put oh, Chaka Rodriguez, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck him, Luis trying Alfonso. to claw, trying to claw Brendan Aronson's eye out. That's ridiculous. That's it's it's like it's I get choking, play. I get choking. See, I thought it was a racial thing because it seemed like every time we play, a black man gets choked in the United States, but they go for a Philly Bull. And they literally try and claw this man's eye out. It is, I can't, I can't. Like it's, it's honestly crazy. We need VAR in Concacaf. Mexico would be shit out of luck if there was VAR. And I hate to say it, but dirty players, man, just absolutely dirty players. I, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Why guy do that? 
I mean, just play the game. Like, I, I get it. Like, but seriously, like, why? What? What are you calling at someone's eye for? Like, because they were losing. Because they they're losing. Exactly. Like losers. But like, are they sore I, I don't losers? Know. I'm too and, used to watching the Premier know. League and European football, and you know, Americans playing in actual leagues instead of bumblefuck Cruz Azul. But you know, that's just me, to be honest. It's, it's also like, and again, devil's advocate, but like in a kind of not really way. They Mexico's. The you know when around the world people look at Concacaf they think of Mexico then the U.S. It's not that way anymore. And no, you know when you're knocked off your perch, like you're upset. When you steal the king's crown, like the king gets upset. And the U.S. have stolen that crown. The U.S. have put that crown on. And the U.S. are in the process of exiling the old king for his war crimes. And he's just fighting back with everything he has. So. They do it all the time because they're a dirty team. They're, they have dirty tactics. They all their legends are fake legends that you know no one cares about. Besides, uh, your goalie Campos because he wore cool things, and that's why he's famous. But uh, you know, just they there's a reason they never do well in World Cups, and it's because that's their play style. Like we talked about it, the U.S. and Musa. Oh, he went down too easy. Like. He could have stayed up in like, you know, Boston, but that's Europe. You know, that's how the World Cup's going to be refereed. That's all that stuff's going to happen. And Mexico don't do well on it because, like, they don't, like you said, they're playing in at Cruz Azul and they're playing in the Liga MX where it's physical, it's dirty, and that's never going to translate well. So, and that's soccer's going away from that kind of physical aspect of the game, and Mexico are going to go away too, you know? So. We just got to figure out what to wear to L Tree's funeral. I think I'm going to. I think I'm gonna go in all camo, John Cena style, just not be seen, invisible. Um, Weston McKinney Sally needs to be in, in FIFA. I, I agree with all that though. That that's that that was fantastic. It was well said. Um, it makes sense now that I think about it. You know, take the king. Take the king's crown, gonna be mad, he's gonna act up, he's gonna act stupid yeah. sometimes. And that's what they did. They acted, they acted the fool. They it's really like acted the fool. Flight. Like yeah. It's, it seems weird to say, but when like they're not used to this. They're not used like Dos Cesaro, the first time he did it, it was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And like it's could become commonplace and you know, they, they don't want it to be and they're scared for it to be, so they're they're just gonna mm-hmm. everything's gonna get exacerbated. They dominated us until the early 2000s. And, you know, since then, since we've, you know, found out that soccer's a sport, put some more time and effort into it, momentum's only going to continue to grow when we start winning some shit. America likes a winner. You know, everybody in America right now, they all support, for the most part, you know, obviously there's, you know, there's people like you and me, there's U.S. men's national team fans everywhere out there. But a lot of people like to identify with the country that their ancestors are from. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, I know because of the amount of Dallas Cowboys fans that I know in the New York metropolitan area, America likes a winner over anything else. When we start bringing home some fucking legitimate silverware, done. Done. They're gonna, people are going to forget they're fucking Italian or, or, or Brazilian, they're gonna be like, no, I'm I'm American now, actually, and they're gonna rep the USA, and I'm excited for that day, for that day that we dominate. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic, and it's on the way. Hop jerseys on the train. Would help if we had cool jerseys. 
be expedited. Oh, dude, Nigeria's jerseys sold out in a minute, dude. Yeah. Everybody was part of Nigerian all of a sudden. It's like I was. Uh, I got it. It was fantastic kit. <laughs> we, we talk about it so much, but it makes me so mad how we don't have the coolest uniforms and a new uniform every window. We should be the organ of yeah. of, of of football kits. It should be like just nonstop. We should have seven at least, if not ten. Like for different holidays. Yeah. Like this window, we should add a Thanksgiving kit. Mm-hmm. Like I think January with time, I think day. with time it'll 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 grow. Yeah, I think when there's a market. Look, Jalen Hurts, he he pushed the Eagles to wear white jerseys and black pants for the first time ever. I didn't like when it. you I, with the helmet. I, I can't like, I can't even you, believe you, that. You, you I, I've been doing that helmets. in Madden. I've been doing that in Madden for years and it's 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 an amazing look. I, I absolutely black love helmets, it, bro. Like, Undefeated, hundred percent win percentage with that. And I think once the boys get more control over the Federation, which they will. Let's see some equity for our brothers. You know, we don't need the Burhalter family and all these, and all these middle-aged white men running running the U.S. Soccer Federation. Let's get let's get the Adams family. Let's get the let's get the Acosta moms. Let let's get them. Let's get them involved in the kit in the kit selection. Let's get some drip, and it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be fantastic when that happens. And it will happen one day. It will, it will. Because you know how we do. Once once when we want to drip, we drip. Yeah, put Timo and DeAndre in charge of uh, uniforms and apparel. We'd have an all-blue kit, and it'd be fantastic. It would. Just all blue, some stars on it. Designer. Wait, does your favorite soccer player woo-walk after a dub versus their rival? If not, I don't know what you're doing. I, I do not know what you're doing. Honestly, and you know, wow, just what a win, what a win. And then I rode that momentum into the weekend, and the Eagles got a fat dub as well, as we know. Um, the NBA is wide open. The Mets selected an executive search firm, Corn Ferry, one of the giants in the game. Big five, the GM. They, call it. they hired him, they're hiring a GM. It's Oh, yes, yes. They're hiring their GM. I thought. No, no, like. development. Like, it's yeah, yeah. At least Ooh. from what I'm seeing, his name is Billy. Billy Epler. Billy Epler. Where's he from? What's, what's his credentials? What's, what's, I'll, what's, what's I'll look what's his up. government? I'll look him up. I looked up a pop smoke lyric, and then, so now I got to change this up. Oh, wow. I was ready. I was ready. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, feel free to drop it whenever. What should the code be this week? Woo. Big Woo. Big Woo. DM one of us. Big Woo. Uh, he is. A free U.S. Men's National Team training kit because those are our best kits. I will that's mail so, it to you personally. So facts. Big Woo. They are so nice. We should just wear those in the game with the white shorts. They are. They are. Um, Billy should really take advantage of this, too. This is the best. This is the best code we've ever offered. This is yeah. insane. Uh, Arby's gift card was pretty I cool. had some tequila before recording so if no one takes advantage of this shame on the list there yeah that's crazy you're stupid I may message myself Owen you're disqualified <laughs> um, Billy Epler is an American baseball executive he works for William Morris Endeavor hmm. don't know he hasn't I, been in baseball in a while 
Oh no, he wasn't baseball. I don't know. He has a birthday the day before me, so he seems like a good dude. Um, Yeah, you know. How old is he? Uh, nineteen seventy-six. Oh, he's kind of old. What? He's like barely fifty. No, he's not even fifty. That's super young. He's definitely over fifty. Seventies. 76? 76. 2026. 2026. That'd be 50. 20. Yeah. So, so he's 45. Yeah, dude, he's old. No, dude. He's old. So young. I'm so Middle young. Middle age, Billy? I don't like that dude, move. If he's like 2026, if he's 50 and 2026, he'll be able to see the U.S. men's national team win the World Cup. Win the World Cup. At 50. Uh, thus making him just like every other American. Uh oh! Oh, I forgot. Jesus Ferreira, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. So good, so good. He's such a good first touch. You know, no disrespect to Pepe, but if Ferreira were to have started that game with the way they were trying to make Pepe play, the it could have been a beatdown, like a big beatdown. Could have been a big beatdown. It is going to be in a big, a big beatdown in the future. It might be like England versus San Marino. Um, RIP to the haters talking about CONCACAF. What is San Marino? Ranked 210 in the globe. Get out of here. Get out of my face with that. U.S. men's national team to the World Cup 2022. We're going to win it in 2026. Jesus Ferreira 9, Ricardo Pepe 9, Christian Pulisic is Mexico's daddy. Anything else? Um. Who wins tomorrow? Give me a score. Jamaica, USA. Um, the United States of America are going to win 3-1 on the road. Mikel Antonio has the sole goal for Jamaica. Um, we have Nets from Weston McKinney again. Tim Way is going to score as well. And Ricardo Pepe gets back on the board. Those are uh, the you're already wrong. Didn't, uh, so, didn't West go home? He has a yellow accumulation. He can't play in tomorrow's game. You're right. Um, as such, I'm going to change that to a Ricardo Pepe brace with a Tim Weah feature. Wow. Wow. I'll, uh, I'll go 3-0, but I'm going to go one Pepe goal. Or no, two Pepe goals. One Ferreira goal. He gets his goal. Pepe brace, USA money line. Pay it to assist. Ink it. Take it to the bank. We call it soccer. That's Michael. I'm Walker. Catch y'all next weekend when the USA are still top of the group and dominating. And after another exciting weekend of the Premier League. And that's back.